Go in the New Testament, the book of Matthew. Title today is, Pastor, what does that verse mean? Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. Now, this will not be a shouting sermon, and why preachers say that in ahead of time, I don't ever know, but uh, we tend to do that. It's kind of like when preachers or, or Sunday school teachers, for that matter, get up and say, I really haven't studied this week. You don't need to tell people that. They'll figure it out. <laughs> and uh, you'll probably figure out that this may not be no uh, uh, shouting kind of sermon. But it is something that's beneficial, and it will be of help, I'm sure, to everyone. All right. <clears throat> Let's read, and then we will pray. Are you ready to read this? Stay with me. It's lengthy here. Judge not that you be not judged. Judge not that you be not judged. Pastor, what does that verse mean? We'll see what it means before the end of this sermon. Father, we ask and pray for your blessing upon the Written word, and Lord God, the preached word, and Lord, the word that will be heard and will be added into people's lives. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Every one of us are judges, like it or not. Do you know that there's even a book in the Bible called the book of Judges? If you own a business and you've ever had anybody that has filled out an application, you have had to make a judgment, is that right, on the applications to see which one would be of value and which one would not work out. Spurgeon says in Matthew 7, I always like to try to get his read and his thought on thing, he said, Don't judge others as if you had been placed in authority to dispense judgment to others. Let me say that in six words. Don't judge outside of your area. Mike Gill has a heavy operator uh, business where he has heavy equipment and all of that. For me... To go tell him how to do his business would be utter stupidity. Fred Mooney has a dog grooming business. For me to go over to Fred's business and say, well, you know, Fred, I think this ought to be the way that you ought to do that. I just don't think I'd clip that close and I think I ought to do this a little bit different. And I think that would be stupid for me to go in there and say that. It'd be stupid for him to listen to me and take that advice. Jesus said, don't judge. But there's got to be more to the story than that. Because again, we make judgments every day. Hundreds of people judge my judgments every week concerning Orchardville Church, and if we throw in the CDs in the mix, there are thousands of people that judge what I say. 
This message came from Frankie Moult. Where's Frankie at? Right there. On a few Wednesday nights ago, Frankie Moult spoke on this very subject, judging. And I am such a black and white kind of guy. The Bible says, Jesus said, judge not that you be not judged. Hmm, all right, I better not judge. There's got to be more to it than that. And Frankie brought up the point on that Wednesday night, and I have listened to thousands of sermons in my life, and I never heard anybody on the topic that he was on. And he says this, if you are driving your car and you come up to a group of teenage boys and they have a flat tire, you will make a judgment right then and there. And your judgment will be, I'm driving right on by because they know how to fix the flat and if they don't know how to fix the flat, they need to learn how to fix the flat. I'm not helping them, I'm driving right on by. You make a judgment on that. Frankie then said, if there are three old women that have a flat tire, you make a judgment that I need to pull up behind them and I will change the flat tire for them. It's a judgment. I'm stealing his sermon. And then Frankie said... Have you ever watched Lonesome Dove? How many here has ever watched Lonesome Dove? Frankie then said, if you haven't watched Lonesome Dove or if you watched it and didn't like it, that says a lot about you. And I thought, that's really good. And in the movie Lonesome Dove, Gus makes a judgment call about Jake Spoon's horse needing feed. Now, if it would have been some Easterner who had never ridden on a horse before, and he would have made the same comment, it wouldn't have carried any weight whatsoever. But with Gus being a cowboy and been around horses his whole life, he could tell that horse needed some feed. He was making a judgment call. Jesus said, judge not that you be not judged. There's got to be more to the story. What Jesus was saying was don't judge outside of your area. Don't judge where you have no jurisdiction. Use today's terminology. Don't stick your nose in other people's business. That's what he's saying. When I read, judge not that you be not judged. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. Jesus said it in seven words. Or it could be said like this. Don't stick your nose in other people's business. I said it in eight words. What's the symbol of justice in America? You're not telling me the whole story. You're not telling me the whole story. There you go. Now you got the whole story. Now I know the whole story. 
It's a woman with a blindfold with the scales in her hand. That's justice in America. And yet we know that that has been perverted because we know of people that have had the money that have got out. We know of people that, have, that were guilty and got off, but yet justice is really supposed to be blind. It is supposed to have the scales in its hand to where it gets balanced out, and that is really justice is balancing the scale. Now, four things. Only God has perfect justice. Number two, no two people are always going to agree on justice. Number three, allow a person to disagree with you on justice. Number four, do you think the person in authority is sincere? Those four things. Next week, we may go over some of this again. I may have them four things up on the screen. At 16 years of age, I got hauled into court. I got fingerprinted, the whole deal. That cop fingerprinting me, he couldn't have made that deal any more difficult than what it was. I give him my hand, and he just grabbed my hand then. And boy, the moment he did that, I started fighting back a little bit. And we got fingerprinted and all of that. And then I, I was before the judge and all of that. And, and the DA said, Your Honor, he was shooting a rifle. And the judge says, nothing wrong with that. And the DA says, he was shooting a rifle at a bird. And the judge said, nothing wrong with that. And the DA said, he was shooting a rifle at a bird in the village of Keynes. And the judge said, nothing wrong with that. I'm thinking, man, I'm going to walk. This ain't going to cost me nothing. And then the DA said, your honor, he was shooting a rifle at a bird in the village of Kings from the window of his car. And the judge said, something wrong with that. And find me the fine. And I have thought about that down through the years. And I'll tell you this much. If every Christian person in America was as fair as that judge, the church world would be a lot better off. He wasn't looking to find me guilty. He was trying to get me off. Nothing wrong with that. Boy, I just thought this guy is the greatest thing. If I could vote for him, I'd vote for him. <laughs> Question. What if my mom would have ran into that courtroom and ran up to that judge and said, you're being unfair with my little boy? Now, I've got a question. Do you know what she would have been trying to do? Anybody? Anybody? What's the words? Here's the thing. I believe you could, you could answer all day long and not get it right because 
we have misused this word. She would be trying to take, she's doing this, taking vengeance. Vengeance is different than revenge. Vengeance is when the person in authority has made the decision and another person comes in and is going to speak against that and trying to get that person to change their mind. They are taking vengeance. This is why the Bible says four different times, vengeance is mine. You leave it alone. God is saying, if that person in authority has made the wrong decision and and served injustice, it will be up to me in judgment to take it out on that person. Basically, God's saying this, you can't handle that job. God didn't say punishment is mine. He says vengeance is mine. If you don't like what's been meted out, you need to keep your mouth to shut up. That's what God's saying. Vengeance is mine. It's someone in a place of authority meeting out a judgment in a way that you don't like. And I've seen this down through the years. The person that's willing to speak against the person in authority, he or she more times than not, you ought to look the area they're over and in charge of. It's usually not doing very good themselves. But they're so willing to try to straighten out someone else's area. Well, preacher, God told me to get involved. Yeah, probably your own thought process told you to get involved. You've just stepped in and tried to be God. Vengeance is responding to what someone feels is an injustice, and God says, no, no, no. I will take care of that in judgment. Let's go over the four points again. Only God has perfect justice. No two people will agree on justice, allow a person to disagree with you, and do you think the person in authority is sincere? We should judge in our own jurisdiction. Let me point this out. Misty Boyd called me um, a few weeks ago, and I'll tell you what it was about. The grade school giving out, the kids in the grade school giving out VBS flyers at the grade school at Wayne City. And the principal said, no, we're not going to allow them to do that. Well, Misty called me and I said, legally, we have the right, the kids have the right to do that. Just because you're going to school doesn't mean you don't have any rights. You've got First Amendment rights. Or they, they've got, they've, you can pass them out to your peers Now, Misty can't go and pass them out, but she can give them to the kids, and the kids have the right to do that. Now, I had a choice to make. I could either go in there in a place where I had no authority whatsoever and give them a piece of my mind. Well, I judge against that because my mind is of limited resource, and I can't give a whole lot of that out. (laughs) But here's what I've decided I'm going to do. At the beginning of the school year, I'm going to go and meet with the principal, and I'm going to show her one of these flyers or something that I'm I'm sure that we will probably 
have something going on by then anyway, and uh, show her and ask what, we need to be on the same page here. Do the kids have the right? Here's the deal. I'm going to be sweet as sugar. I'm going to be saccharine sweet. Because I really, as far as having authority at the school, that's a nil to none. Let's speak about the school for a while. The teacher down at the school made a mistake and give my little Johnny a bad grade. Sweetheart, you make mistakes all the time too. You need to ask yourself the question, is that teacher sincere? See, this will keep you from always getting your nose in other people's business. And I know not every teacher is going to be perfect, but I know this as well. Nobody knows more about that class than that teacher. See, I told you, I already told you it wouldn't be no shouting deal. Because everybody's got an axe to grind against some teacher. Years ago, Josh Shell, our son, when he was a freshman in high school, started varsity ball at Wayne City High School. That caused some problems. He's a freshman. He's starting varsity. He ain't riding a pine and getting in. No, he's starting varsity. That caused problems. There were people that actively spoke against that, not to me, but to others. One guy, one parent who was more vocal than all the rest, it ain't right, my boy's a senior, and my boy ought to be... St-. This parent, he knew, he knew nothing. He knew, he, oh, I'd like to say, he knew nothing. <laughs> he knew nothing about basketball. He didn't know his own from a, a press to a, he, he didn't know nothing about basketball. But he knew that his boy was being slighted. Oh, because my boy's a senior. That shell boy's a freshman. And that shell boy shouldn't be playing. My boy ought to be playing. Never mind, his kid was so lazy he couldn't guard a fence post. <laughs> let alone another player. He was judging outside of his area. He had no knowledge of basketball whatsoever. And while I'm on basketball, let's look at the refs for a while. And when I go like this, I've got three pointing right back at me here. One, two, three. There's a possibility, there's a possibility, maybe slim, there's a possibility the ref might be right. Could be slim, but there's a possibility he could be right. There's a possibility you could be wrong. And there is a possibility if you live long enough, you will be wrong. Possibility. I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm saying possibility. In Micah chapter 6, verse 8, Oh man, what is good? What does the Lord require of you? What a question. And then, what an answer. God says to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. The first thing God requires is don't smoke cigarettes. No. Although I think smoking cigarettes is stupid. 
money going up in smoke. My boy told my dad when Josh just a little bitty thing, he said, Grandpa, I think if God would want you to smoke, he'd have put a smokestack on top of your head. Dad goes, Josh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. If you're going to smoke, at least get the brand to where you get enough coupons, you get a free casket from John Meyer. You ought to at least get that deal. Because it ain't length in your life, I'll guarantee that. No, the first thing is to do justly. Punish fairly is what God is saying. Just like the judge that I stood before at 16 years of age. The guy wasn't looking to squash me like a bug. No, he was looking to, to let me go. Christian people. We need to have at least the amount of goodness and love in our heart that that judge over there had. Do you hear what they said about that guy? What was it? What was said? Awful way for a Christian to act. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. Love mercy. In other words, don't believe it when you don't have all the facts. And I'll just get in this for a while. I don't like that person. You are judging unfairly. Do you know everything there is about that person? No, you do not. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. Do you hear what? Yeah, I heard what he was. That's unchristian. That's acting like the heathen. To walk humbly with thy God. Don't act as though you're better than others. That's another good way to put that. Vengeance is mine. God's saying, that's out of your pay grade. I will repay, saith the Lord. Vengeance is basically undermining authority. That teacher done my little Johnny wrong. Yeah, I know, your little Johnny's an angel, and I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, think about it. 30 years ago, if you got a spanking at school, who wants to finish the sentence? You got one at home. You get a spanking now, hey, hey, hey. We're going to lawyer up. It's a different deal. It's a different deal. 1 Corinthians 11. I'm going to go there and read that. 1 Corinthians 11. Paul has some things to say about this. Verse 31. Judge not that you be not judged. Or... Don't judge outside of your area. Or we could say, don't stick your nose in other people's business. God's saying this in verse 31. Here's your business. For if we would judge ourselves. Maybe that's who I need to spend more time dealing with. Is the guy that I look at in the mirror every day. 
combing my hair. Maybe that's the guy I ought to be dealing with. <clears throat> First Corinthians chapter 6. Don't go to court against your brother in the faith. And it's something that I heard years ago. Two guys in the same church, they were contractors, they went in business together, and one guy in the church, he was a shouter. I mean, whoo, every service, I mean, he let out, whoo, glory to God. The guy he was in business with in the same church cheated him out of $50,000. And everybody was telling him, you need to take him to court. You need to get your money, you need to get your money back. He never did do it. And you know what happened? He walked right back into that church service, and they had that church service, and he went, Woo! People were shocked. Everybody in the church knew the situation. Got ripped out of $50,000. Somebody asked him about it, and he said, My shout's worth a whole lot more than $50,000. A whole lot more than $50,000. Judge not you be not judged. Don't stick your nose in other people's business. Don't try to judge outside of your own area. And we may deal with that just a little bit more next week. Let's all stand. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Lord, we're thankful for the cross. We're thankful, dear God, that even though we deserve judgment, Lord, we're thankful for mercy. And we're asking and praying this morning that if there's someone here that needs you as Savior and Lord in their life, we're praying, God, that you're going to speak to them by knocking on their heart. And, God, they're going to realize that, yes, they need you in their life. God, speak to every Christian that's here this day. Lord, if this is the area of our life that we need to deal with, I'm praying, God, we bring that to the altar and we say, Lord, help me, dear God, not to always be judging and fault-finding in others, but keep my nose in my own business. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As they sing, the Spirit of God's dealing with you on any one of these subjects, any one of these things. Be willing to bring it forward to Him. You're not bringing it to me. You're not bringing it to this church. You're bringing it to him. Come on. Come on. Thank God. Savior, I come. Quiet my soul. Remember. Redemption's here.
It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677. I saw Jesus